Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. On this week's episode of Talk Direction, we will be discussing the possibility of Harry showing off his acting chops, a 1D Nicki Minaj collaboration, and all the drama involved with Zayn leaving the band. Welcome to episode three of Talk Direction. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And we have a super heavy duty episode today because we're going to be talking all about Zayn leaving One Direction. And we really tried to do this topic justice and like hit all the really important points, but no doubt we're going to like leave things out by accident. But we have a strong eight pages of notes that yeah. Caitlin put together <laughs> in a Google Doc, so. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we do a good job. Uh, but first we're going to start off with some news. So our first news story for today is that the Forbes Top 100 Highest Paid Celebrities um, list for 2015 came out. Um, And this year, instead of how it's usually ordered, this year was ordered by um, annual income only rather than like the overall wealth of the person and influence they have. Um, So One Direction came in fourth fourth place this year with $130 million dollars. So that means that they made annually um, this year $130 million. And they lost to um, boxers Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao. Pacquiao? I don't know how to say that. Um, who had $300 million and $160 million, respectively. Um, and then also to Katy Perry, who came in third place which with $135 million. Um, but they did beat Taylor Swift, which was kind of surprising who um, actually came in eighth place with $80 million. Um, but this is a, a big um, improvement from last year's list, where they were in 2014, they came in place at number 28, earning only $75 million. Um, so now $75 million compared to this year at $130 million. They've earned a lot more this year. But we have to keep in mind that it's being like split between five members or now four without Zane. But um, rather than like these solo artists who are just getting all the money for themselves. I'm really surprised that um, it wasn't as much last year because wouldn't it count their album? Yeah, I mean, I, I would think, but I guess. Oh, like all touring. I think that's like where they make their most money, though. Yeah, the touring. But they did tour last year, so I don't really oh, yeah. know. God. But I guess this year they made more. That's just so much money, man. Pay my tuition. I know. <laughs> Um, but again, not as much as the solo artist because it has to be split. Okay, but yeah. still, 130 split between five or four boys, I mean, depending on, yeah, <laughs> depending on when Zane left or the money, whatever. Yeah. Wow, um, rich yeah. people. So the next story we're going to be talking about is Harry Styles was named one of the 20 most stylish men alive by GQ magazine for 2015, um, and GQ is just a men's like style magazine, mm-hmm. right? I think so. Um, or just like lifestyle. Yeah, lifestyle magazine. Um, and this was like alongside different people like Jaden Smith, David, David Beckham, and Kanye West. Um, and the people who chose who were the 20 most stylish men alive chose not based on what the different celebrities wore at events or red carpets, but more ma- based on like what their street style is. Oh, that's cool. So like more their personal style um, rather than like something that they would have been dressed in by a stylist. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they were looking for guys who were like, had originality and confidence in their own, 
and like showed their own spirit in their outfits. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought that was really cool because I think Harry, you know, is very um, much into fashion. What do you think? Yeah, Yeah, I love his style so much, like his dad shirt style and... Um, I think that it's cool that they like went by their own style, like their street style more so than, um, their award show style, because I think Harry definitely shows his personality more in like what he wears every day than his like classic, like, um, like suits or whatever he wears to the award shows. Yeah, I think so too. His, his style is just really unique. Yeah. Um, and actually in 2013 at the British Fashion Awards, he won the British Style Award. Mm -hmm. So I guess like... He's definitely interested in the fashion industry and like rumors have been going around about that about him like being involved in fashion and uh, recently he said it's definitely something I'm interested in I don't know if I'm necessarily qualified to do my own thing I just wear what I like and what's comfortable so I don't know how qualified I would be to do something like that but I definitely find it fun the fun thing with clothes and everything like that is just it's just complete personal opinion and so it's just whatever you want to say and whatever you want to get across yeah and didn't um nick grimshaw do like a his own line with top man i think yeah nick grimshaw the radio presenter in england did his own uh top man line yeah. of clothing and um he's friends with harry so yeah um i could see like harry doing like something like that that would be so cool yeah I mean, harry brought out his own line yeah of clothing. I, mean, I don't know if i'd be able to afford it but um definitely not <laughs> yeah <laughs> i would look at it and admire it uh-huh Um, And so we thought we'd just talk about some of our favorite iconic Harry Styles style. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I know I'm a really big fan of his boots. Mm -hmm. What are your favorite boots Harry has worn? Okay, wow. The first one that comes to mind is his gold boots that he's been wearing recently. I want him to just wear those all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like the gold, like that, not the gold sparkle. He should do gold sparkle, Harry. Check that one off your list. Um, The black sparkle ones he wore on SNL that only one time, sadly. Yep. Or I really liked the, um, it was like, it looked Captain america Oh, yeah, oh my god. There were little silver boots with stars on them. so cute. Um, so he really, like, who wears silver boots or sparkly boots or gold boots? I mean, he really does his own thing. Yeah. And I really appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. Um, again, like Kara said, the dad style shirts, you know, him undoing his shirt, like, all the way down to his, like, stomach. And he, yes. he wears these little neckties that are I really cute. I love that. I want him to do that more often because I think yeah. that's just, like, such a cute look. I wish I could pull that off. Yeah. And he used to wear headscarves, but he stopped. I miss them. Um, I miss the headscarves, yeah. But yeah. I really like his long hair, so. Yeah, true. Know. But he could do both. Yeah. All right. Um, Any favorite look that he's worn, Harry's worn? Um, I think, like, actually, I know this is, like, a pretty simple one, but the yellow shirt he wore a couple months back, I really liked that color on him. What when where was he seen wearing this yellow shirt? Like in some random like <laughs> like alleyway. <laughs> All right, good. Um, what are you thinking? I have no idea. I, I just, know, just I so just many. like his general, just whatever he wears on the streets, you know. The streets. <laughs> Street style. I mean, yeah. you know, he always just looks so good in a track. I know. Also, I really like what he wore on the Good Morning America performance. That like really weird and like out there pattern. What was that? Um, you know, when it was just, like, the four boys, per- like, performing in Florida, I think it was. Like, that was, like, really, like, weird. Oh, out in Orlando. Yeah. Right. He wore, like, a... It was, like, brown and red Yeah, pattern. it was just so It sort weird. of looked like one of those rugs. Like, the... I don't know. The like, rugs. <laughs> just a rug. Yeah, I just loved it, though. It was so weird, and I just loved it. Yeah. And, like, his flamingo shirts. We could just talk about this all day, yeah. but we yeah. probably should move on. <laughs> all right. Next news story. 
So Nicki Minaj was interviewed backstage at the Black Entertainment Awards, and she was asked by The Sun, which is a British newspaper, about a collaboration with One Direction. And when she was asked about this, she responded, I do want to work with One Direction. I mean, of course, who wouldn't? They're cute. (laughs) So um, could we see this collaboration happening with Nicki Minaj? Okay, I would love this. This is like um, my dream, but I can't see it happening with like the direction they're going. (laughs) The direction (laughs) they're going for their fifth album. For one, it's like already completed, but um, like they're trying to do like a Fleetwood Mac, more like Rocky sound. So I can't really see Nicki Minaj, um, like, coming on and, like, doing a rap, like... Maybe she could do one with Zayn. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That would be beautiful. Please make this happen. Oh, my God. Kanye West, Nicki Minaj. Wow. Just our, like, solo (laughs) idea. What am I trying to... Collab ideas are, like, just coming in strong. Yeah. Would you... Do you think there are any secret collaborations that have happened for this next album? Um, I feel like... Um, maybe within, like, the writing terms, like, who they wrote with or something, but I can't see them, like, they haven't done any collabs so far. I can't see them, like, pulling it out for yeah. this fifth one. What do you think? Yeah, I think maybe a writing one, yeah. as in, like, Ed Sheeran wrote another song for their album. I could see that happening. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I don't think they'd have another singer come on the album, which is kind of sad. I think I it'd be really cool to have, you know, featuring different artists. Yeah. But, um, you know, who knows about the future? Um... Yeah, so then another news story, which is kind of a quick one, was just that Niall was spotted at Wimbledon this um, this past week, and it's a tennis tournament in England, and he was just seen with some friends. I think he's friends with some of the tennis players. I know he's been in, like, videos with them before, um, and he was just with his friends at the tennis tournament. Um, do you have any feelings about this, Kara? I just, like, love seeing him react to sports in general. Just, like, his facial expressions. I just... He just really loves it, and I just love seeing him react to it. Yeah, he's really enthusiastic. They're, like, perfect um, shots of him, like, reacting to different, yes. like, points. Um, and he just gets really into it. I know. So. Yeah, definitely look up those pictures if you haven't seen mm. them. <laughs> um, and then our last news story for today is Harry Styles was rumored to play Frank Sinatra in the upcoming Frank Sinatra movie. So this movie is going to be directed and produced by um, Martin Scorsese. Scorsese? Do you know how to say that? Scorsese, I think. I think so. Um, And uh, I'm not sure this, I don't know when this movie is supposed to come out, but he was rumored to play Frank Sinatra. And actually Sinatra himself starred in 57 movies and he won three oscars and sinatra started off as a singer but then went into the movies so like harry starting off as a singer Mm. going into the movies Mm. i mean could we see this happening um (laughs) i mean i would love to see harry try to act i remember like um my sister um messaged me on Facebook and was like, I've heard rumors about Harry trying to act. Like, what do you think about this? It's like, wow, I'd really love to see this guy try to act because I think it would just be like hilarious. But I mean, seeing him in a big on the big screen would just be like a great time. I mean, we can all remember back to that iCarly episode. Mm-hmm. Iconic. That One Direction we're on. Do we do we know what year that was? Like back in 2011 or 2012 or something? Yeah, it was like 2011. Or two, yeah, yeah, what you said. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they were they were on an iCarly episode. Please called, go watch it. Right like, called now. like I Go One Direction, I think, or something. Oh, I have no idea. Um. But, uh, and I don't know, the acting on that by wow. by Harry was not the best, I would say. Yeah. But apparently he's, like, acted when he was younger in school. I think he was in some plays when he was younger. 
Um, and then also there was earlier this year in May, his name appeared on IMDb, which is like the movie website, um, for the film The Golden Goldman Castle, which is supposed to come out in 2019. Um, and the Goldman family, it's about a, the Goldman family, which is an eccentric, dysfunctional family that faces the reality of managing their inherited castle estate um, that they grew up in. And I think the page is now mysteriously missing, mm-hmm. but that, um, I don't know. I don't know if that's true that he's going to be in this movie or not. I, again, like, I'm not sure how his acting yeah. is. I like, think the thing to um, remember with IMDb, I think that anyone can edit it. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's yeah. what I've heard. So, um, you know, someone could have just put that on there. But mm-hmm. I think that Harry, if anything, that one seems like a more, like, a better fit than the Frank Sinatra one. Because I think that would be, like, a more, like, funny, quirky movie that he could just be, like, his self in. Yeah. I would love to see him in a movie, though, honestly. Like, I know we're, like, talking smack <laughs> about his acting abilities, but I think I would love to see him in yeah, and, a movie. Yeah, and who knows? I mean, he spends a lot of time in L.A. Maybe he's getting acting lessons. Yes! And I think he's sort of one of those guys who can just do everything. Like, he, yeah. he's just really talented. So if he wants to go into acting, I'm sure he would do a really good job. Yeah. You know, so that he wants would be to go really into cool. beekeeping. Like he <laughs> could do it. Beekeeping, yes. Yeah. Okay, so that was our last news story. Um, I guess now we're going to be moving on to, into our main discussion, which sadly today is all about Zayn leaving One Direction. Yeah. Um, we just thought this was a really important episode to have, especially early on um, in the episodes, just because it's like so prominent, and we really want to like hash out all of our feelings about it and also hear back from you guys so we can talk about it on future episodes because i think like out of all the news at least this year but maybe all of one direction news ever this is (laughs) the biggest news story that has happened um so yeah um what what this was i mean on march 25th this was a rough day for everyone everyone in the one d family i mean fandom (laughs) i mean the one d family as well um, but onto Facebook, a official 1D statement was released that said, After five incredible years, Zayn Malik has decided to leave One Direction. Niall, Harry, Liam, and Louie will continue as a four-piece and look forward to the forthcoming concerts of their world tour and recording their fifth album, due to be released later this year. And then Zayn commented, My life with One Direction has been more than I ever could have imagined, but after five years, I feel like it is now the right time for me to leave the band. I'd like to apologize to the fans if I've let anyone down, but I have to do what feels right in my heart. I am leaving because I want to be a normal 22-year-old who is able to relax and have some private time out of the spotlight. I know I have four friends for life in Louie, Liam, Harry, and Niall. I know they will continue to be the best band in the world. And then One Direction's comment was, We're really sad to see Zayn go, but we totally respect his decision and send him all of our love for the future. The past five years have been beyond amazing. We've gone through so much together, so we will always be friends. The four of us will now continue. We're looking forward to recording the new album and seeing all the fans on the next stage of the world tour. And finally, Simon Cowell's statement was, I would like to say thank you to Zayn for everything he has done for One Direction. Since I first met Zayn in 2010, I have grown very, very fond and immensely proud of him. I have seen him grow in confidence and I am truly sorry to see him leave. 
As for One Direction, fans can rest assured that Niall, Liam, Harry, and Louis are hugely excited about the future of the band. So that is a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm getting so emotional just, like, hearing that again. Yeah. Do we want to talk about where we were when we heard this news? Where were you when this this terrible news came? Oh, my God. Okay, so I was about to take a nap because I think I had class in a couple hours and I had to do some homework um, that ended up not getting done because of this. Um, So I went to take a nap and I was just, like, you know, just scrolling through Twitter and I saw this and I thought it was a joke at first, but then I saw the official statement and, like, my heart dropped. And thank God my roommate wasn't in my room because I just, like, started, like, yelling and, like, screaming and, like, I don't know. I just, like, I just, like, was in shock. And I was trying to text Caitlin. I think I texted her a bunch of times, called her. I was like, Caitlin, talk to me. Like, where are you? Like, the- Zane just left One Direction. Like, this is, like, code red. Like, like just, like, in shambles. And Caitlin, I think, was in class at the time. Um, she'll tell you that. And so... I was just like, obviously I couldn't nap after that. My, you know, world was shaken. So I um, went to go talk to my friends about it. And um, I don't know, they didn't really understand the, like, <laughs> how, you know, dire it was to me. So um, then me and Caitlin ended up talking on the phone for like a good solid, like two hours about just everything, which we'll probably talk about in this episode. Um, so that was good to have someone who actually like knew the like, you know, how emotionally impactful it was. Yeah, I got the text. Actually, I was on spring break, so I wasn't in class. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh, God. I was um, driving in the car with my mom, and I was on the way to a doctor's appointment. Oh. And Kara had been texting me. Like, I hadn't seen it, though, and I looked down and saw that Kara had texted me, like, I don't know how many minutes it was from your text. Mm -hmm. Like, I immediately opened it, saw that it was, like, Zane left One Direction, like, oh my god, Caitlin, answer me, answer (laughs) me, and I, like, started immediately, like, typing back, you know, like, typing nonsense, like, oh my god, and getting really emotional, and I was talking to my mom, because, like, I talked to my mom about my obsession with One Direction, she, like, understands, and then we were at the doctor's office, and, like, in the parking lot, and I I was almost crying, Mm -hmm. and she was like, Caitlin, you gotta hold it together, we're about to go into the doctor's (laughs) office, like, keep calm, and I, I, it was, it was just really emotional, and then I, all I wanted to do was, like, call Kara and talk about it, but I had to go to the doctor's appointment, and then eventually when I got home, we talked for a really long time, which was, which was definitely good, but, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, that was just, what was your initial reaction? Were you just, like, totally upset? I think I was just so shocked, like, I just, like, could not believe it, like, was happening. It just, like, seemed so out of the blue and random because mm-hmm. didn't they, like, f- like, f- like fend off those rumors, like, kind of recently? Yeah. And so, like, I was just like, oh, yeah, it probably won't happen, blah, blah, blah. Like, I was even, I w- that wasn't even, like, a thought in my mind that that would ever happen. And now it just, like, sort of feels normal. But, like, the first, like, couple days after it, it's just, like, I would wake up. It, this sounds so stupid. But, like, I would wake up and just be like, I just feel like felt different. It just, like, felt yeah. weird. Like, because it's, like, One Direction is such a huge part of, like, our lives and just, like, to, like, such a massively, like, sad thing to happen. Yeah, because, especially because Zayn had been interacting with fans in January and yeah. February on Twitter so much, and he seemed really happy. I know, because everyone was like, oh, I like to see Zayn so much happier these days. I'm like, yeah, same, but then, um... Yeah, and he was interacting, like, with the fan art and, like, commenting mm-hmm. and, like, you know, posting pictures of his new haircut, and then... Uh, like one month later, all of a sudden this news hits and it was, it was so shocking to me. It, it kept feeling like it was going to be like, I was going to wake up and it wasn't going to be real. I know. Like, I don't know. It's just so strange. Yeah. And also like, <laughs> I was like, had this tiny little hope that I was like, maybe this is just like a ploy to like sell more like tickets because you know, they haven't been selling out the tickets in like, um, 
the stadiums in the U.S., um, <laughs> but clearly it's not, unfortunately. Yeah. So let's talk about the timing that mm-hmm. he left, because this is very strange. I think there's a lot of questions around why he left when he left, which mm-hmm. was um, his last show was March 18th, which was in Hong Kong. And um, and at this point, we I think we were just told that he was taking a little break and he was going to be back. Oh, yeah. Wow. But we didn't know that he was never coming back. So, like, there was, uh, like, two shows in Manila and people thought he was going to come back for the Jakarta show, which was March 25th. But on March 25th, that's when we found out that he was leaving One Direction. So I think he, like, flew back to England to try to discuss, like, the plan of how he was going to leave in the next couple of days or, like, the st- like get the official statements written. Um, but it was really strange because this, when he left, there was only seven more shows before the boys had a two-month break. So, like, why did he decide not to finish out the seven more shows before the two-month break? Like, why didn't he, like, why did he leave in the middle of a one leg of the tour? Well, I think one of the things that might have spurred this was the um, cheating rumors that were going around. Um, yeah. So, that happened, like, I think, like, a week before or something. It it was happening around the same time that he, like, took a break, or he was taking the break. And, um, there was... I think pictures or something of him holding another like hands with another girl mm-hmm. um and he I think that might have been something that could have influenced it yeah I think that probably caused a lot of stress for him yeah, I know absolutely. like right after um the cheating rumors happened he tweeted um I'm a 22 year old I'm 22 years old I love a girl named Perry Edwards and there's a lot of jealous f's in this <laughs> world I'm sorry for what it looks like it's a family um, show here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and I know the girl in that photo, um, who was pictured holding hands with him has since come forward and said like, there wasn't anything going on because I believe she's on Love Island, which is a show that oh goes on God. in the UK. But, um. Well, this is after all this happened. Yeah. So this like... is way later. This is like, that's new news. But at the time, like, I think that was a lot of stress, um, having the cheating rumors. Mm-hmm. So. I'm sure he was really upset about that. And then he, like, flew home to London on Friday, March the 29th, 20th, and then he announced his decision to leave the band on the 25th. Yeah, so it was, like, so quickly. Yeah, it was a quick turnaround. Wow. Um, so, but the thing is, like, it didn't seem there weren't any notice- noticeable changes in him in the shows leading up to Before the Break. Like, I've, I've gone and watched the videos mm-hmm. of the Hong Kong show, which was Zane's last show, and it didn't look like a show that was being performed for the last time really? by someone. Yeah, like, I would, I would assume if you knew you were going to be doing your last show, you would be, like, really emotional. Yeah. And, like, I mean, that's a hard time. You can imagine, like, I cried leaving high school, but leaving, mm-hmm. like, One Direction, your band, your yeah. brothers... I think that would be so emotional, but I didn't see, it didn't, he didn't act as though it was his last show, so that's why I think he didn't know it was necessarily going to be his last show, or, like, at that point, he hadn't made the decision. Mm -hmm. And then also watching the show that, um, the shows that happened without Zayn after he left with just the boys, especially the Jakarta show, which was the one... Um, that happened after the announcement that Zayn left the band occurred. Again, I know there were some videos that were like, oh, look, the boys are crying on stage. But yeah. like, if you really watch them, it's more that they're sweating, not crying. Yeah, you can never tell. Yeah, so I, 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 like, it seems weird that, like, if 
if I was going to have my per first performance in One Direction without one of the members, again, I think that would be really emotional. And I didn't see that emotional change, you know? Yeah. So I don't really know about that. Do you have any... Wait, so Jakarta, that's after Zayn like, that officially was, left. That was after the announcement was made. Okay, yeah. that's so weird then that they had like nothing. I mean, I'm sure it was like just so fresh and that they just had to put all their emotions aside. And I've heard mm -hmm. that from like other musicians that like basically you just have to like hide all your real feelings and just give a performance. And yeah. I think that obviously they've had other hard times in their life um, before this that they've had to just, um, you know, hide and perform. So I think they might have gotten used to it, but it's still a huge deal like yeah. um but that's interesting that you like look back and saw that there wasn't much change yeah um and then also so for the fandom reaction i think it was really important you know to be connected at this time on social media because i think there was a lot of support from other you know one direction fans going around we were all sort of feeling the same feelings um and like you know, going through the same um, emotions that, like, Zayn left One Direction. So it was really, I, I know I had, like, Twitter up, Tumblr up. Um, I was, you know, really trying to stay connected and see what everyone was saying. And there were a lot of trends at first because, especially because Zayn in his, um, in his statement, he said he wanted to be a normal 22-year-old and just, like, be able to relax and have private time out of the spotlight. Um, a lot of people jumped to the conclusion that his, his leaving One Direction was really about, um, you know, having like a, because he was having a mental health sort of breakdown or he was struggling mm -hmm. with his mental health and all the pressure of being in One Direction. Because we know being in One Direction, I'm sure the pressure and the scrutiny from the media is really hard. So a lot of people were, I think, were quite supportive of his decision to leave at first when it was... Um, people were thinking that it was really about him wanting to be a normal 22 year old boy like didn't like the attention from the media especially the rumors the the, the cheating rumors going on um, and do you want to read some of the hashtags that were happening at this point yeah well this make me really sad but um, some of them are always in our hearts Zayn Malik please Zayn back for us um, you will always be Zayn Malik 1D uh, rip one direction oh my god where is zane spaces two directions thanks liam thanks louie thanks harry i'm sure there's a thanks nile in there too but we couldn't find it um what was i gonna say um yeah i think that even now when um he has been um having some solo like public appearances i think like, the mental health thing could still be, um, an issue because even if he's doing some, um, appearances, it's not every day and he's not constantly on tour. He's not constantly from his family. And I feel like it's, like, a better environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's definitely part of it, him, like, because he's always shown that he doesn't like, you know, being in the spotlight. Yeah. Compared to maybe, say, someone like Harry, who mm -hmm. handles it a lot better. Yeah. Zayn has been a lot more private and um you know not wanting to be in the spotlight so yeah either way. I, I just like always like um oh wait what were you gonna say no go ahead. okay yeah um I always just like uh feel for him and like empathize with him because he, I feel like he is pretty introverted and I couldn't imagine being like a celebrity of that magnitude and being an introvert and just like constantly being on tour constantly being away from like your room and like your like safe space and I think that could like completely have like a wear and tear on you and like your just mental health and like your happiness and at a point you just have to like 
do what's best for your mental health because I just I'm glad like I told Caitlin this when we were talking about it for the first time like I'm just so glad like he le- like left One Direction instead of like something so much worse happening mm-hmm. yeah taking care of himself if he was in like a place where he knew he needed to get help or get away from mm-hmm. like media attention yeah um definitely important and I think that was definitely strongly like focused on by the fans being supportive of him leaving for mental health issues yeah and just like I know there were um, like psychiatrists writing articles talking about that how like how we have to be supportive of these type of decisions mm-hmm. like because you know if if someone someone's mental health always comes first yeah I definitely think. um so then we wanted to talk about what the boys each tweeted like the boys left in one direction <laughs> tweeted mm-hmm. um after the news broke and harry was actually the first person to tweet and i talked about this tweet on last week's episode or last episode um and his tweet was on the 25th still and he said all the love as always h and i remember this tweet coming in because we were all waiting for one direction to respond on their twitters rather than just the official statement which we got which who knows how edited that was or like who actually wrote it but you know like the twitters that you know that that came from harry when he said all the love as always h because Mm -hmm. that's his classic little saying but um I thought that was really nice because it it showed that like I don't know I felt like they were going through similar things that the fans were going through you know having their own morning of of their band member leaving and Mm -hmm. you know him just reaching out to say like you know we're we feel you like we still love you we're still here for you what do you think about that tweet yeah I think that was like just it's like so short but it just has so much meaning, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just appreciated that a lot. Yeah. And then the next time, I'm not sure who, what order the ne- like the other three boys tweeted, but I know Harry was first. Um, but Liam, um, he tweeted a lot. His first tweet after the news broke was, so glad to be in bed after a long and strange 24 hours. Um, and that was his first tweet. And that made me think like, it these 24 hours have been really weird for the boys as well as mm-hmm. weird as it is for us as fans like they were actually in the band with Zane and yeah. like trying to navigate understanding their their new dynamic of their band without one of the members I think is really difficult yeah um and then after that he tweeted right time to brighten things up here he's a throwback to here's a throwback to one of my many embarrassing moments great shorts pal and that was a caption to a picture of Liam when he was younger um so he was just trying to you know lighten things up that's so sweet I feel like Liam's always the one to like do that kind of stuff just try to like divert the attention just try to like brighten the fans up yeah because obviously the boys were seeing how upset the fans were and how this was affecting the fans so to like try to lighten up the mood by sending like a funny picture of him when he was younger um, was nice and then of course he did his twit longer oh which you know he he he'll write a ton and like put it on another website so that you can read a lot um and this said in light of recent events i think this is important to say for the past five years now i've been a part of something so special i don't think any of us really understand something that can mean the world to people and put a smile out put a smile on the face of our fans even in the darkest times to a lot of people, it's just a bunch of silly kids in a band, but to the people involved, it means so much more. This last week has been some of the worst times, possibly the worst. It's something we are all deeply saddened by. 
It's sad to think for the time being, we won't grace the stage as five bros have over the years. Oh, sorry. Five bros or have the same fun on a on a tour bus or laughs in the hotel together that we have had over the last five years. But I'm super sure us and Zane will always remain the closest friends. I guess what I'm really trying to say is it's far from over. When we, ver- when we very first became successful, we all agreed that One Direction had become much bigger than each individual member. That's why I feel like right now it's okay to be sad and upset, but I do ask everyone who is a fan of us to please keep your faith in us. I'm sure there's a lot more to come. All the love, Liam. Aww. So that well, was really emotional. I know. <laughs> yeah. oh, God. Again, him like acknowledging how much he's hurting, you know, mm-hmm. saying like this is possibly the worst time he's had and acknowledging how the fans are really going through it as well but then saying like keep your faith in us I I don't know that keep your faith in us makes me think that they weren't sure that the fans wanted to you know like did the fan were they worried that fans were thinking they were over yeah I think definitely they they were worried about that um because even now when they're promoting their fifth album they keep trying to make it known that like you know we're like trying our best and like we're going to do our best mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And I think um, I really appreciate um, Liam writing this because I know Harry's tweet like meant a lot. But the fact that Liam like opened up so much and like wrote a lot is like so great. And I think that's like what the fans needed is like to have like a long statement like directly from Liam, not just like a like a canned statement from like the like official ba- yeah, one direction. Like who knows who said that. Um, yeah. And I think he was, like, really open and honest with his emotions, and I think that's what we all needed. Yeah. Um, And then Louis tweeted, "Um, Been a couple of crazy days, but know that we are going to work harder than ever to deliver the best album we've ever made for you guys. Your support has been incredible. Truly incredible. So thank you so much! Exclamation point. (laughs) Um, So again, like, him trying to really show that like One Direction's not over. We're gonna work harder and deliver the best album we've ever made for you guys. Yeah. Um, I I also find it really interesting that so far none of the boys have mentioned Zayn. Mm. Really, I mean, except Liam saying like, um, it's gonna be sad without all of us being bros together. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I know when I read this tweet actually to my mom, <laughs> um, because I was you know I needed someone to support me in this. Yeah. Um, she said it was kind of weird that Louis was saying um that that they were gonna make the best album ever for the fans, which I mean I think her reasoning was that like why didn't he acknowledge Zayn leaving and saying like like I don't know I guess it came across as if um you know, Louis was saying, now without Zayn, it's going to be the best yeah. album ever, which, I mean, I see in a way, I'm not sure. I mean, I guess, I don't know. Uh, but what do you think of that? Yeah, I think, like, I don't remember. I wish I could, like, remember how I first felt about it, but I think I first felt a little weird about it, but now I'm, like, looking back on it, and I think it makes a lot of sense that he decided not to um, comment on actually Zayn leaving and just, like, assure the fans. Um mm-hmm. Because I don't think he's saying, like, now that Zayn's gone, like, our album's going to be better than ever. I think he's just saying that, like, even though Zayn's gone, we're going to make the best album that we can. Yeah. Um, and then Niall tweeted, Been a mad few days, and your support has been incredible, as per usual. This, in turn, spurs us on to make the best music we possibly can. Put on great shows or tours for you guys. You are the best fans in the world, and you deserve nothing less from us. 
The lads and I arrived in South Africa this morning. We cannot wait to see you all for the see you South African fans for the first time and have great shows. So again, Niall like reinforcing that they're going to keep going as a band. They're going to work their hardest and really try to make the best music. And this, I think, was the first time they were announcing their fifth album, which they started oh, talking yeah, about. Oh, yeah, you're right. They you're were right. saying, like, we're going to have a fifth album when we're starting to work on it, and we really want to make this next fifth album really good. I think that, like, um, Louis was, like, the first, yeah. like, even mention of it. And I think that that's maybe why it felt weird, because, like, he, like, a fifth album wasn't even, like... In the talk. Yeah, and then it was just, like, he, like, sort of just, like, used it as, like, a diversion tactic, but... Yeah, maybe. Um... Um, anything else? Um, I just like that Niall went back to his roots and said, you're the best fans in the world. Cause that was like one of the things that he always used to tweet back in the day. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Um, and then Zane didn't actually tweet anything on his Twitter until April 20th, which was almost an entire month after, um, he left the band and his first tweet, I think maybe this was the night of, um, the Asian awards or right around that time where he said, want to say thanks to everyone that's been there for me over the past few weeks. Love you all. You know who you are, X. Um, And then he clarified that the X meant a kiss, (laughs) not anything else. Um, So what do you think of Zayn not tweeting for a while, and then also what he did tweet when he did? Man, I'm conflicted about this, because I know that obviously it was probably a hard time for him just in general, and just like, like ending an era is like just never an easy task. And, like, I know he was just going through a lot of stuff, but also I would have liked to see him um, more so recognize and thank the fans a little bit more. Maybe maybe not, like, obviously the day of or even, like, the day after, but maybe, like... Um, Within, like, the week at least, yeah, I think. Yeah, I know, because, like, he didn't even, like, really say anything there, like, about the fans or anything. Or even, like, he'd never really referenced One Direction ever again. No. <laughs> um, which, I don't know how I feel about that. How do you feel? Yeah, I feel sort of... I mean, disappointed in that. I was really supportive when it was, like, him wanting to do, like, get his mental health and, like, you know, take a step back from the spotlight. But I really think after all the support the fans have given, I think he could have handled, like, posting something on Twitter, which I think the fans recognize as more of a personal contact with the boys rather than, like, the official statement with, like, Facebook. Um, So I think he could have said anything. You know, even... I mean, I get, like, stepping back from the spotlight, but something just, like, you know, I want to thank all the fans for your support. I'm really going to miss being a part of my One Direction band. Like, I've had a great five years. Something just as simple as that to know that he acknowledges what the fans are going through. He acknowledges, you know, how big One Direction was. Something, anything like that. Because even this tweet, like you said, you know, he said, thanks for those who have been helping me over the past few weeks. Love you. You all know who you are. That's not really acknowledging the fans. It could be talking about like people in his personal life, which is like good too. But like at the same time, like, dude, (laughs) I feel like he owes something to the fans a little bit. Like after, like they say, the fans do everything for them. So to not even, you know, acknowledge his leaving, it, it seemed as if like he didn't care what impact it had on the fans a bit to me. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just don't know. I'm just, like, so, like, um, confused about the whole thing. Yeah, Like, confused how to feel. It just, it feels like there's a lot of stuff we don't know. Yeah, and I wonder if he ever, like, thought about tweeting the fans or, like, tweeting... Because, like, I just wonder why he just, like, waited almost a month to even tweet anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I think maybe he just wanted a break from just everything for a while. And I think... 
I know he, he's gotten hate on Twitter and maybe he didn't, just didn't even want to see like the hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because I'm sure there are people who were actually sending him hate, even though most of the fans were supportive. But, um, I think that probably would have been hard to like go on Twitter and just see like your choices scrutinized. Yeah, but I think even he could have asked someone, you know. Yeah. Or even his publicist team or whatever yeah. should have advised him to say something if he had one or yeah. you, anyone around him, any family member advising him or saying, hey, you want me to put something out there for you? Yeah. I think it could have been so simple as him not even having to deal with any of the hate, like staying away from that, but something to just, I don't know, anything he could have said. Maybe. But better maybe, than silence. Yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah, I'm conflicted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of conflicting feelings yeah. for this discussion for yeah. sure. All right, so now we're going to move on to Louie and Naughty Boy drama that has happened um, since Zayn leaving the band. And for those who don't know, Naughty Boy, or his real name's Shahid Khan, I believe is how you pronounce it. I'm not really sure, so feel free to correct me on that. Um, who is an English DJ, songwriter, um, and record producer. He's also a musician. And he's been friends with Zayn for a while now. I'm not sure exactly when they became friends. But there's definitely been photos of Zayn and Naughty Boy up on Twitter. Um, and also they've interacted on Twitter, either retweeting what each other have said or, um, you know, sharing pictures of them being in the studio together um, for a while. Um, and so the Twitter drama all started with, on March, tw- on March 30th, Naughty Boy retweeted a video. Um, and this was five days, keep in mind, after Zayn left the band. He retweeted a video that said, it was, I don't know, it was like one of those weird apps that like... a weird video. Weird like singing apps that like sung the words, (laughs) Naughty Boy Saved My Life, Zoddy Will Rise. And by Zoddy, he meant Zane and Naughty Boy together. So that was like their ship name, I guess, or their like collaboration in the music business name. Ship name on God. (laughs) So Zoddy Will Rise. And like to me, this means like Naughty Boy saved my life by like taking, getting rid of like Zane in One Direction. And now Zane and Naughty Boy will be able to make some music together and it'll be way better than One Direction's music (laughs) and they will rise to power. That's what I took it as. And I mean, if that's not hurtful, then I don't know what is. Um, how do you feel about that video, Kara? Oh my god, I just think that, like, okay, like, it definitely is, like, a pretty, like, hurtful um, video to fans, but I think it's just so ridiculous. It was just, like, a high-pitched, like, auto-tuned little, like, six-second video that, like, started all this drama. Um, but yeah, I think it was, like, really distasteful for him to do it, like, five days after Zayn left One Direction. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, dude, like, Zayn hadn't even said anything yep. at this point. So, of course, Louie, who, uh, you know, will respond to hate on Twitter, um, responded to, to Naughty Boy and said, Wow, at Naughty Boy Music, you're so inconsiderate, pal. Seriously, how effing old are you? Grow up. Hashtag master of all wisdom. Um, I don't even know what that hashtag means, but I like yeah. it. But, of course, that, that hashtag started trending on Twitter. Yeah. Hashtag master of all wisdom. Um, along with things like Sassy Louie and, like, all this really positive things about Louie, like, coming to, like, to the, to the hand, the guide. <laughs> <laughs> the rescue of the fans. Rescue of the fans. <laughs> um, and then, and then Louie tweeted, always have struggled to bite my tongue. Um, 
It really has. But. Which, yeah, definitely. There's been, he's responded to, like, things like this in the past with members from the band The Wanted, also the radio DJ Nicholas Grimshaw. So he's had some Twitter drama before. Mm-hmm. But I think this one we were all very happy he responded. Yeah, because, definitely. Um, Naughty Boy just was being really inconsiderate. <laughs> um, so then, of course, Naughty Boy responded to this, to Louis's tweet and said, at Louis Tomlinson, calm down, was talking about Louis Walsh because he didn't get, he didn't let someone through on X Factor look at the date of the tweet, hashtag 2014. So to, th- to my understanding, Naughty Boy thought Louis was responding to a tweet he had talked about a year before. <laughs> talking about Louis Walsh, but clearly Louis Tomlinson wasn't talking about that tweet. He was talking about the retweeted video, and Louis then clarified um, a fan's question about what Louis was actually talking about, and he said it was in reply to that stupid video that Naughty Boy had retweeted, and he said that Naughty Boy was clearly trying to wind the fans up. So Louis was saying, like, he understood that the fans would be really upset by this, especially because Zayn just left. Um, and Louis was, like, standing up for the fans. Yeah. Um, I was really think? happy about that. Like, I love when, like, Louis comes to the defense of the fans. Like, I think that was, like, this is, like, one of my favorite, like, interactions of, like, all time. Because, like, I haven't really loved when Louis got in, like, Twitter fights. I know people, like, love that. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't really love drama in that kind of sense. I just sort of just hurts my heart. Like, why can't we all get along? But, like, when people are, like, being purposely, like, hurtful to, like like their fans like and louis just like comes and like defends them it just makes my heart happy yeah i thought that was it was good of louis and then of course he tweets like anyway yeah it's classic (laughs) big love to all our fans seriously thank you guys you've been unbelievable um can't wait to play cape town gonna be a big show so him throwing in some support for the fans and acknowledging how great the fans have been yeah um in light of all the events that have been happening at this time um, so then Naughty Boy, um, oh no, then to Naughty Boy, Louis said, also, I was talking about that video you tweeted, it's clearly trying to wind up the fans, well, you succeeded anyway, fair play. I'm not really sure what fair play means, but he was trying to really show that Naughty Boy, he wasn't talking about some weird tweet from last year. He was saying, like, you retweeted a video that was not okay to retweet, like, you're messing with my fans and I'm going to tell you. Yeah. You know? And then Naughty Boy responded with, when you're getting hate for something you didn't do, a bit of love can go a long way. That's why I retweeted. Time will tell the real story, guys. Literally, what is he saying here? So what does that mean? Time will tell the real story. He retweeted the video. That's something he did do. I know. A bit of love can go a long way. Like, tell that to yourself. Um, I just... I just don't understand. That's why I retweeted Time Will Tell the Real Story. I mean, he always, like, repeats that, which is really ominous to me. That, like, creeps me out, but I just want the tell-all right now. Um, not from Naughty Boy's perspective, of course, but um, I don't know. It, I just, like, have no idea. Like, his tweets sometimes are just, like, completely, like, weird. Yeah, it's as if there's something, like, shady going on that we haven't heard about. And, like... I'm sure. There's secrets going on that we don't know. Um, so I'll definitely be interested to hear if you know time tells us what's going on yeah um and then also naughty boy said at louis tomlinson lol you should let the other boys talk for a change and that was kind of confusing to me like okay louis standing up for the fans it doesn't mean like that he has no 
Like, why does why do the other boys have to say something and it not yeah. count? I don't know. Yeah, I don't get that. I mean, either. I wanted Liam to jump to the rescue mm-hmm. and like support Louis on this. Yeah. But like, it doesn't discredit what Louis saying just because none of the other boys are saying anything. You yeah. Know? Um. Yeah, and then uh, finally, Naughty Boy tweeted, "Let the music do the talking, guys. Thank us later." And with a clip of a SoundCloud um, website. And if you clicked it, it led to a um, demo that Zayn had done, and it was him singing on the demo. So Naughty Boy thought to end that Twitter war with a clip of Zayn singing. Um, and Louis didn't respond to this, and we're going to get more into that demo mm-hmm. um, later, but what do you think of that response? I just, like, I think he was just trying to, like, divert the whole thing, because he knew, like, I don't know, who knows if he knew what he did was, like, wrong at the time. Or just, like, hurtful to fans. But I just, like, don't think he cared. Like, he just, like... I think he's just, like, s- like so, so like self-assured that he just, like, wanted to throw that in there. Just to, like, throw it in Louis' face or something. Yeah, I think he was, yeah, definitely trying to throw it in Louis' face. Um, yeah, I don't see why he could have just been, like, sorry I wasn't trying to hurt the fans' feelings. Yeah. Like, the fans... I mean, you can dislike Louis, but the fans are fans. And you know what? They're Zane's fans exactly. as well. If you mess with Zane's fans... And they start disliking you. They're going to dislike Zayn. And then Zayn's not going to have any fans. Yeah, I don't understand, like, what they were do- trying to do there. And I remember at the same time that all this Twitter drama was happening, this was, like, the same day that the Justin Bieber roast, where they, like, I don't know, Justin Bieber gets made fun of by a whole bunch of comedians, <laughs> pretty much, was happening. And I had, like, that on one tab of my computer. And then, like, Naughty Boy's Twitter up and Louie's Twitter up and, like, Tumblr up and seeing the fan reaction all up. And I know I saw on Tumblr, like, a post about how people had the same screen as me, like, having, you know, Justin Bieber's roast on one screen and then the Louis Twitter drama on another. So I felt like we were all, like, freaking out over the same stuff and bonding over the same stuff. I love when that happens in fandom where just, like, we all get each other. Yeah. Like, you know what's going on. You're like, I need to open Tumblr. I need to open Twitter. Like, check the hashtags. What's trending right now? Like, whenever I watch an award show, I have to have my computer and my phone just to have every, like, social media, like, thing up just to, like, Like, have my phone tweeting, like, texting Kara, (laughs) going on Twitter. Yeah. It's always good to really be involved in social media at, at these times. Yeah. Um... So then May 6th, which was, I think, about a month. Oh, I guess, no. March 30th was when that happened. And then, yeah, May 6th was over a month later where the second um, bit of Twitter drama happened between Louie and Naughty Boy. And this all started with Naughty Boy posting a picture of him and Zayn together with the um, caption, Replace This. What did you think of that caption? Was that, did that mean anything to replace this? Okay, so I saw it and I didn't think twice about it. Like, I didn't even, like, realize that it could be interpreted in, like, um, a hurtful way. Um, did you, like, immediately, like, associate, like, that, like, assume that he was trying to start something or what? Um, I don't think I saw, I don't think I thought it was about, like, anything bad. I think at the time there may have been something about, um talk about like replacing someone in one direction or mm-hmm. something like that so maybe people thought naughty boy was referencing that i'm yeah. not really sure though and i didn't think it was necessarily bad but it does sort of seem a bit like cocky to say like yeah. try to replace this when like again zane has left one direction and like people are yeah. still really upset by it 
So and like, I'm wondering, like, what else it could have been. Like, yeah. Like, what does that even mean, re- replace this? Yeah. Like, it, it obviously, to me, it means something like, you know, him and Zane are never going to fall apart. Like, try mm-hmm. to replace this. Try to get rid of us. We're going to keep coming back stronger. Oh, okay. So, like, I don't know. It's, it's not the best caption, like, in light <laughs> of things. So, Louis responds, <laughs> of course. And his, his was just, like, throwing some shade. This is, like... Like I said last time, my favorite tweet that Louis done, mm-hmm. um, he said, remember when you were 12 and you used to think those Mac filters for your pictures were cool? Ha ha. Some people still do. Ha. Because. <laughs> case, ha. Yeah. Because Naughty Boy's picture of him and Zane had like a weird Mac filter on it. All of them do. I don't know what it is with Naughty Boy and his filters. <laughs> like, Well, he's, you know, 12 and likes to think those Mac filters are cool. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so, like, Louis didn't have to say that. <laughs> no, he really did not. But it was pretty funny. I know yeah. when I saw that tweet, I, like, burst out laughing. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, right away, burst out laughing. Thought it was so funny. Um, so then Naughty Boy responds to Louis, at Louis Tomlinson, and some people can't even sing, but who's complaining when there's auto-tune, eh? Um... So that was really mean. I know. Oh my god. Like, why do you have to bring in Louis singing? I just, that's just really hurtful. I mean, Louis was commenting on your MacBook like filter on your yeah. photo. Don't comment on someone's voice, that's especially so when like, yeah, it's personal. It's his job, and he's been really, um, like, what is the word? Insecure. Insecure about it in the past. Yeah, and I know like when he's gotten arguments with other people, they've brought like up his singing voice too, and like I just feel like. I, like, I could see how that could be really hurtful. Yeah. If, I mean, you're in a band and people are telling you you have the worst voice when, yeah. like, let's be honest, Louis' voice is really awesome. Yeah, I love it. Um, so I just thought, like, why go there, Naughty Boy? Yeah, that was like, why he just, there? like, went straight for the jugular there. Yeah, that was just so mean. Yeah. Um, so then Louis responds with, at Naughty Boy, um, Jesus, forgot you were such an in-demand producer, dot, dot, dot. How does it feel to be riding on the back of someone else's career? And to me, this tweet meant like, you know, saying, Louis was pretty much saying, you're not really a famous producer. No one really wants you. And you're only famous because you're riding on Zane's career. Yeah. A bit. Um, I mean, I would only know him because of Zane. Yeah. <laughs> no one knew who Naughty Boy was. Yeah. <laughs> really before Zane. Yeah. Um, uh, and then Naughty Boy responded to Louis at Louis Tomlinson. Yeah, how does it feel, mate? You've been doing that for the past, the last five years. I've got Emil, is that how you pronounce it? I think it's Emily. Oh, Emily Sande and Sam Smith on my CV. So this was Naughty Boy saying, like, saying to Louie that, no, you've been riding on the back of people's careers. I've been working with Emily Sande and Sam Smith. Um, Which doesn't make any sense for one because Louis in a band, so he's yeah. not writing like writing off someone's career because he's literally like has his own career in yeah. the band. And also when he like m- like name drops people, he's literally like like making Louis point for him. Like I don't understand like what his like what he was trying to do. Yeah, so I didn't like that response. Yeah, I just can't take anyone seriously when they name drop like that. It's yeah. just like okay. So then Louis responded at Naughty Boy Music. Good for you. Well done. I think we've done all right in terms of sale, and I've happened to write on most. Keep trying. I really appreciate Louis' like sassy sarcasm in yeah. these tweets, um, just like giving it right back to Naughty Boy. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and like saying, you know what, I've written on most of the album, and that's more than the other boys have done. I think Louis and Liam wrote the most mm-hmm. on um, yeah. four. So it's not least. just like Louis just like freeloading. Like. Yeah, definitely not. Um, and then this was the heartbreaking moment. No, this is the worst moment of my entire life. So Zane ended up chiming in, and uh, this I think was the worst because yeah. he said, at Louis Tomlinson, Remember when you had a life and stopped making bitchy comments about mine? Um, and then Naughty Boy actually retweeted that as well. Oh, this is like the worst day of my life. Yeah, so <laughs> it really sucks that Zayn had to get involved in this. And like, and he didn't even acknowledge Naughty Boy doing anything wrong. I mean, yeah. commenting on Louis' voice when Zayn must know how insecure Louis like, has been in the mm-hmm. past about his voice. I think Louis's gotten a lot more confident. But like, you don't, either way, you don't confident, you don't, comment on someone's voice and Zane didn't even acknowledge that he was just mad at louie right away yeah do you like like why did Zane even say this okay like i can sort of see it just because um i don't know i just wonder if they were together like naughty boy and Zane were together at the time and like he just felt the need to like come to his defense but at the same time like it's not like louie and him are just like acquaintances like they've been like best friends and in a band together for five years so i just can't i don't know i can sort of see him like defending himself and it just like surprised me that zane would even say anything and i don't think anyone was like expecting zane to say anything so when he did you know hearts were broken yeah especially because he's been so quiet on twitter about all of this yeah and then to jump in at this moment Mm -hmm. like it wasn't great timing yeah it it wasn't that good and it was very upsetting i think the fans were really upset and i think it kind of was a bad mood bad move for Zane in like a business sense because people were going to be on Louis's side like after being hurt by Naughty Boy fans were going to be on Louis's side yeah. you know things like hashtag Tomlinson slays again <laughs> was was trending on Twitter and all the fans were really backing Louis up and for Zane to go against Louis it's sort of like him going against One Direction and that's not a good move from a business standpoint you know yeah. he's going to lose a lot of fans by by making a move like that yeah at least this wasn't like the with the zoddy like will rise video that like had directly like impacted the fans if like zane had something like this about that like without even acknowledging the fans at all like i think that would have been more hurtful but mm-hmm. this was definitely hurtful because i know everyone loves zane and louis friendship so yeah they've been super close in the past yeah i think those two have been really close yeah definitely like they've always like you know partied together and just like mm-hmm. they you know they're little pranksters together mm-hmm. yeah so that was really upsetting yeah definitely um and then we wanted to talk about the james corden interview not the whole thing which we may go on go into in another episode because like let's be honest that was an incredible interview yeah um for those who haven't seen it go watch the james corden late late night interview um but we wanted to talk about what each of the boys said because this was the first interview that was without zane um their like first interview um where they were together and Zayn wasn't in the band. Yeah. And, like, they t- they had to talk about, yeah. like, what happened. And I'm going into the interview, like, how did you... What did you think they were going to say? Okay, first of all, I was expecting, like, a five-minute, like, segment of just them promoting, like, their fifth album. Probably their perfume, let's be real. <laughs> and um, maybe, like, saying one or two things about Zayn. Or I don't even know. I had, like, my lowest expectations. I, like, wasn't even thinking that they were going to talk about Zayn, which, like, was kind of ridiculous if they wouldn't have, but you never know with them. Um, Yeah. But the thing ended up being, like, an hour long, which was great. 
Yeah, I, like, didn't think... I either thought they weren't going to talk about Zane or what they were going to say would be, like, things are all good. We just want to, like, work really hard together and, like, be a good band and, like, keep going. The fans are the best in the world. Yeah, something like... Massive thank you to the fans. Something like they always say, you know? But I thought it was... I thought their response was really real, which I appreciated. They didn't just, like, kind of... They didn't, like, want to cover it up. They like wanted to be real with the fans which was really good yeah um so what like louis when james asked if there had been like if they were still in contact with zane what had been going on with the twitter drama louis responded that there has been a bit of back and forth but we are on good terms with him um he also said that twitter is a great is great for connecting with the fans but you also feel like saying something you probably shouldn't but if you also feel like saying something you probably shouldn't it's good for that too or in this case bad but it's all resolved it's all good in the hood so after louis said that did you how did you feel like that response was okay just like from his body language like his face looked so like his like weird smile that he had on his face just looked so forced um it just didn't feel real i know some people were like taking like oh yeah, it's definitely, like, they're all fine, but, like, it just, like, did not seem genuine to me. Like, I don't know. What did you think? Yeah, the the phrase alone, it's all good in the hood. I mean, that phrase, what, yeah. what does that even mean? Yeah. That That's, it to me, and his tone, if you go mm-hmm. watch it, you can, t- like, it, to me, you can tell that it's not all good in the hood. Yeah. Like, I don't think him and Zayn at this point had, like, talked about it or made up after like them getting mad at each other yeah. on twitter i wonder if they t- like texted each other and like had a little fight yeah i like just wonder what happened i mean they're they're best friends I like know. you can imagine like think of any of your friends like if you have a fight with your friends like it's not it shouldn't be something where you fight and it's the end of the world and you're no longer friends yeah you know at that point you're sort of family you don't want to you don't want to get rid of that yeah um so then when liam was asked about it He said, um, at first we were a little bit angry, obviously. We were surprised, but I think we all knew the vibe Zayn was feeling. You could sort of tell from the outside, people could tell as well. There were certain parts of this job that Zayn loved and certain parts that he didn't. If you don't like the job, you have to follow your heart sometimes and go where you need to go, and there is no arguing with that. Like I said, we were angry at first, but then it was just a bit more disappointed. But we wish him the best of luck with whatever he gets up to, and there is no hard feelings. It is just going to carry on as usual. So how did you feel about Zane saying all that? I mean, Liam saying all that. <laughs> Sorry. Zane on the brain. Um, I think that was, like, good. Um, like, again, I think Liam is more a little um, bit more forthcoming with his actual true feelings. Like, he was on Twitter. And I think I appreciate that personally. Um, because I think it, like, if it was, if all of them were just saying, oh yeah, it's all good now, like, we're all fine, like, it would just come off across as so insincere, and just, like, the fans would be like, yeah, right, like, as if, um, but Liam, like, actually, like, delving into, you know, their actual, like, disappointment and their anger, I think, just made it seem more sincere, um, and I think I can definitely see them transferring from anger to disappointment, I think that's probably what, like, they feel most of all. Yeah, because they obviously like I said, they became brothers. They're not going to hate him outright. But I think I think anyone would be disappointed in someone, especially leaving so abruptly like Zayn did, not doing it in a way where he really, like, closed off that door in a good way. He just yeah. left very abruptly. So I think anyone would be disappointed or upset with someone. But that doesn't mean they don't want 
the best for that person in whatever they do in the future. Yeah. I think, like, they're going to stay friends, but, you know, it might take some time. Yeah. Or, like, some talks to get through it. Yeah, some group therapy. Yeah. Actually, they probably should do that. I hope they do that. <laughs> yeah, group therapy. Yeah, I'm just, direction. like, thinking, like, imagine being, like, asked to comment and, like, the fights with your friends, like, on national television and just, like, yeah. have people scrutinize that. That's, like, insane. Like, I don't... I can't even do it, like, if someone else asked me about, like, a fight I'm having with a friend. Like, I can't imagine, like, having to do an in- interview because, like... um. In the James Corden one, I know they felt a little awkward at that point. You can just tell by their body language and how, like, they're not really... They're, like, I don't know, just trying not to make eye contact and stuff. But, I mean, I have to give them some credit with, like, just how, like, they answered it. Yeah. And then Niall, of course, tried to, like, bring things back to a good point and said, um, the four of us, meaning the four boys left in one direction, um, love every part of it. Things have been great on the tour, and the fans have been great to us. They deserve it. They have been fantastic to us. And I think it was interesting that neither Harry or Niall really, like, outright said, um, like, really came out and said... How they were feeling when yeah, they left. Yeah, yeah, they were, like, sort of just skirted around it. Like, Niall just talked about the fans, which is, like, something they always go back to. And then um, Harry, when James Corden was making a joke about... Him, like, joining the band, he, um, James Corden was saying, did you ever think maybe we should get someone else, maybe bring someone else in the band? And Harry, like, with a completely straight face and, like, no joking, like, at all, he just said no. And, like, James Corden kept pressing it, but, like, Harry was just... Then, like, sort of transitioned to more jokey tone, but, like, you could just tell he wasn't, like, not having it. Yeah. Um, and that just sort of, like, made me sad that he was just, like... I don't know. Well, a little bit happy also because then he was, like, you know, like... Um, admitting the fact that Zayn could never be replaced. So, mm-hmm. um, and then we wanted to talk about the weird coincidence um, in the the movie, the One Direction movie called "This Is Us." How um, the boys had discussed what it would be like if one of the members wasn't in the band. Um, yeah. Okay. So, um, watching this scene back was really, really hard. It was like really emotional. My dad. Like, I was in my room, my dad was like, oh, Kara, like, One Direction's on TV. And I didn't know what it was, but I went down and, like, turned on TV, and it was This Is Us, and it was the campfire scene. Um, and I, like, had to shut it off after that because I was, like, almost in tears. But um, at one point, Liam said, do you think um, if one of us wasn't in the band, though, the band would be this big? And then Niall said, no, definitely not. And then Liam said, I don't think so either. I think we balance each other out. And that just, like, broke my heart because now, like, one of them isn't in the band. And just, wow. Yeah. It's, it's like, weird uh, that it's, like, as if they predicted this would happen yeah. in a way. And I think there were some a couple of other clips that people found where it was, like, if so-and-so wasn't in the band or if Zane or, like, Zane left the band or, yeah. I don't know, a couple funny things. Not funny, but, like, <laughs> weird coincidency things. Yeah. And also, like, right before this clip, Zane had said, like, do you think we'll all be mates, like, in the future? I don't know. I wasn't trying to do a British accent there, but it sort of came out like that. Um, and then Louis was like, yeah, definitely. And then... Um, so, will they always be mates? I really hope so. Who knows? Let us pray. Yeah. Um, so then, the two unofficial tracks that Zane has... Um, or not, not released, but two unofficial tracks that have come up so far. So, the first track was... Um, I Won't Mind, which was the um, track that Naughty Boy released on Twitter in response to, like, the first Twitter fight that he and Louie had had. Um, 
and this people initially thought that it was like a track that was meant to be on One Direction's album four, but that just didn't make the cut. Um, but then Louis later on dispelled that rumor on Twitter. <clears throat> um, so I don't know. What do you think about this song, the I Won't Mind song? Okay. Well, first of all, I know we talked about the timing. I think this was like really weird timing that he did it five days after Zayn had left. Um, and also I think it was interesting that Naughty Boy just posted it and Zayn didn't like, I don't know if Zayn had any say in this or what, because it seemed like Zayn, I mean, Naughty Boy just sort of posted it. Yeah, um, especially because it came like during a fight. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, that's sort of sketchy, but, um, I liked it. I, it's not my favorite and I don't think it's like the genre of music that Zayn, I don't know, that I would like to see Zayn and I'd like to see him more in like R&B um kind of stuff but it was nice to listen to I don't think it's like something that I'm it hasn't been something that I've been listening to like over and over but it's just like a nice little like calming track what do you think yeah I thought it was like chill vibes but again not my favorite lyrically I didn't love it and um musically I don't think if Zayn were to go solo I don't think that's something that I would want to see from him yeah that seems it seemed more hairy to me yeah definitely it was like more something I would like to see Harry doing Mm -hmm. and also I don't think it like showed off his vocal range at all it was kind of like one just sort of like yeah tone seemed a little bit like watery to me I don't know yeah I could see that um and then the second uh song was actually posted more recently on June 15th on SoundCloud SoundCloud um by a British rapper Mick Righteous um and this was a cover of the song No Type by Ray Srumman. <laughs> we don't really know how to pronounce his last name. But it was Zayn featuring Mick, Mick Righteous doing this cover. Um, and Mick Righteous said it was recorded months ago. Um, but what do you think about this cover? Um, I was, like, so surprised. Like, I was not expecting him to cover this song. Um I didn't love it, but, I mean, he sounded pretty good. I I don't know. I just, like, didn't love it. Like, when I listened to it, I was just, like, I mean, Zayn, like, obviously has a great vocal range, and I think that was, like, this is more the type of music that I could see him doing, but at the same time, um, I wasn't really feeling the rap part. There was one line I liked, the one that was, like, um, who cares about a dress when there's death in Palestine, and I think that was, like, the one good line that I liked out of the rap, but um, outside of that, I wasn't really feeling it. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was more Zayn style than the um, other track, I Won't Mind. But again, I didn't think it was up to Zayn's standard of what he could do. And I guess that's reasonable because it's like not a finished track, I don't think. And it was just a cover and he may have just done it for fun. Yeah. But um, definitely if, if Zayn were to release a solo album, I would be looking for something more than what that song gave me. I don't yeah. know. Um, and also I think it's interesting to know that like Zayn wasn't really involved in the release of like either one and he hasn't like commented on either yeah. of the songs. Yeah. And like we were discussing before, Zayn has never commented on him becoming a solo artist. That's all speculation from mm-hmm. fans and through what we've seen from both Naughty Boy and now this track release from McRighteous. We don't even know like if Zayn wants to be a solo artist he's never commented on it yeah. himself i think we do know that if he was going to it would be two years before he was allowed to mm-hmm. um that came out recently 
um, with this McRighteous stuff, McRighteous comment on Twitter that he can't even release, Zayn can't release anything for two years, which I think is understandable because, um, you know, he left One Direction and I guess you have to like let One Direction keep carrying on with what they're doing. Yeah. I just want to know, like, I just want to know all their contract stuff. Like, I think that would just be so interesting to just, like, creep on their contracts because I'm sure it's just, like, so convoluted, like, what they got into. And I'm just, like, wondering, like, how the heck even um, Zayn got out of One Direction because I'm sure their contracts are so, like, like airtight that I'm just so confused at, as, a, like, how he even got out of it. Yeah, so if you work for Psycho Records... Yes, <laughs> hit us up. Yeah. Send us a copy of their contract. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, then we wanted to discuss how um, both Zayn and One Direction sort of shouted out at each other at different award ceremonies. Um, Zayn was invited to the um, Asian Award Ceremony, where he was receiving the award for Outstanding Contribution to Music. Um, and he, during his acceptance speech, he said that, um, I'd also like to take this moment to thank four of the best guys I've ever met Everything I've done with them will stay with me for the rest of my life. So this was obviously him, you know, giving a shout out to Harry, Louis, Liam, and Niall um, and trying to, I don't know, thank them for everything that they've done and, like, thank them for being in the band. Yeah, I think that was really nice. I think the fans really appreciated that. Um, I'm just wondering, like, how much of it was. I hope it was genuine, but I'm just wondering if it was just for appearance because, like, um, a lot of people expected him to say something um what do you think yeah i mean i hope i hope it was for appearance regardless of everything that happened with louis yeah um i think he definitely appreciates what one direction has done for him yeah so i hope it was genuine yeah same and then one direction at the billboard awards gave a shout out to zane um when they were accepting their awards liam said there's one more person to share this with and that's our brother zane yeah so that was really nice especially calling him a brother you know it shows how close these boys are yeah i love when they call each other their brothers yeah because i mean they have been together through so many weird experiences and like you know how much they've grown up over the past five years together they're super close yeah um yeah so i thought that was definitely really nice what I thought was really interesting in the two-month break between when Zayn left and then the starting up of the tour again for One Direction, how everything had to be changed so that Zayn was taken out of things. So, like, the merchandise that was sold at the tours, you know, all new pictures of or, or Zayn was removed from the pictures, so it was just four boys. Um, anything on Twitter and Tumblr... I mean, Twitter and Facebook that was, um, like, official One Direction stuff was, you know, they had to change through that. And it was just a really fast turnover where they were, like, getting rid of everything Zayn. And it really cemented to me that this was really happening. I mean, you you don't change merchandise. Like, that's a lot of money to go and change all the merchandise to have no Zane in it. Yeah. You don't do that unless it's really permanent. I don't think I've seen anything in stores yet, but that's probably because... When the fifth album will come out, I'm sure they'll probably start having, like, the actual, like, all the weird stuff they have as merch. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels so weird to, like, look. It still feels weird to see just four boys because it just see, feels like something's missing, and it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also the intro video before the concerts. I know um, those changed as well, which was just, like, so weird to see. 
immediately Zayn no longer in any of the intro videos that happened before the concert. Ugh, yeah. Um, so yeah, and then also I know we mentioned this on last episode, but um, trying to trying to understand when the rest of the boys knew when Zayn was gonna leave, based on the stuff we've talked about today, having the boys say that like that they were going through a lot of upset and like how these past 24 hours have been really bad, like when Zayn left, it seems to me like they were finding out when we were finding out. Yeah. But again, there was that photo shoot that looked like, for the perfume, that looked like Zayn wasn't at the photo shoot and it was filmed maybe in the fall based on, you know, how the boys looked physically. Yeah. It Uh. is so weird. There's so many questions involving this. Yeah. So, and like also with Naughty Boy saying like, you know, the, when the real news is, God. like, when the real story comes out, everyone will understand. So, like, it feels like there's something we don't know. Um, but all we can do is speculate and try to, like, go with what we have, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I just want to ask, what do you hope for Zane in the future? Oh, you're asking me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so I really would like to see him do some um, solo music. I think that he just has such an amazing voice, and I think it would be a shame to see that wasted. Um, and I think, I'm not sure if he is interested in doing it, but I know he's done some things with Naughty Boy, and I would love to um, hear them. Um, and I think that's, you know, I think him being able to explore, like, the genre music that he actually wants to and not being constrained to, like, the One Direction demographic, I think would be a great thing. And maybe that's, like, one of the reasons he left is because he was just getting tired of, like, um, being forced to sing that, like, stuff he wasn't actually into. And I'm sure, like... I think that'd be so exciting to, like, be able to actually work on music that you, you're just so invested in and you're so excited about. So I'm excited for him to do that. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely agree. The one thing I want to say in response to that is, you know, um, he may have been bored of <laughs> the One Direction music, <laughs> but, like, I don't think that's a good enough reason to leave mid-tour. I think no, yeah. if it's not a mental health thing, I think he could have finished out the tour even finish like either the seven shows before the two month break or finish out the tour into the fall and just not worked on the next album and left that way like unless it was really a mental health like immediate need like yes I understand he wants to go do his own thing but I just think he could have waited a better time like I go to school and it's not the most interesting thing but like I do it and I go and it's boring a lot of times and maybe it's not exactly what I want to be doing but I do it anyway Um, so, yeah, but I think in the future, I would definitely, I'd like to see him do his own solo stuff. I think everyone deserves to do what they want, and I want him to be happy. Um, so I'd love to see that. Maybe not with Naughty Boy, because I don't, (laughs) I don't really like Naughty Boy. Yeah, true. And the stuff that so far we've seen him do with Naughty Boy, I don't love. Yeah. But I think he could, I mean, he has an incredible voice, you know, and an incredible face. So, (laughs) obviously, I want to see more of that. Model. Yeah. He could do that. Yeah, he could do modeling. I mean, yeah. he was at the fashion Paris week like we discussed. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he's gotten offers. Like, he's had to have gotten offers for yeah. modeling. Yeah. I think everyone agrees that he just aesthetically is gorgeous. Yeah. Um, There's no one that can deny. Yeah. I just, like, every time I go to parties, I don't know why I end up doing this. Like, one, two things I do is, like, ask people for pictures of their dog and two, show them pictures of Zane. I don't know why this ends up being, like, my, like, party trick, apparently. Um, but, but it's like, let's all appreciate this beautiful face. Yeah. Um, and I've, you know, I guess I'm just, like, um, 
those people who go around trying to convert people to like their religion i think that's like me with zane apparently um yeah and one direction in general i've like sat my family down and like made them watch videos like the best song ever video like my whole family watched that like oh my god yeah yeah i mean my entire like group of friends at one point just like sit around a table it was like the last supper and just like um watch (laughs) but watching like the best song ever Okay, so to close this segment off, we just want to say, can we please have your feedback on this? Like, we tried to be really thorough with our discussion and go through everything that's happened, but obviously we can't remember everything and, like, we're going to have different opinions than you guys. So definitely write in and, like, tell us what we missed or tell us what you think is important or your own opinion on Zane leaving because we really want to get everyone's opinion and just definitely like continue to talk about this on future episodes because it's that big of a story yeah definitely um so on a lighter note (laughs) let's move on to our one direction recommendations of the week um my recommendation is just to follow harry's mom on instagram um his mom and twist and her uh is and twist and her name on instagram is Acond? I don't know. It's spelled A-C-O-N-E-D. Maybe it's Aconed. I'm not sure. But she posts a lot of pictures of um, their cat, Dusty, and like baby um, birds that they have in their yard, <laughs> and sometimes pictures of Harry and her, which are obviously like incredible because Harry is definitely like a mama's boy. Yeah, it's so cute. I love her Instagram. It makes me so happy. Yeah, so definitely follow her if you're not following her. Yeah. Um, so my recommendation is, um, a comic series, sort of, that someone on Tumblr draws. Um, his name is Noah, and his Tumblr is Invisible Innocence. Um, we'll definitely link him in our, um, show notes. And it's a series called Dungeons and Dragons and Direction. And, um, it's a comic, and, but he's also selling it as, like, a hard copy, which you can, um, buy for $15 which we'll also link and I would highly recommend checking this out um the quality of it is so amazing and I I mean I love dragons I love One Direction so this is just perfect for me and it was really entertaining and um I'm just like blown away by like his uh creativity and just like his talent like the One Direction fandom like just always continues to amaze me especially in like um artwork sense because there's just so many talented people people are so incredible yeah yeah and I just love how like there's like um things that will never happen in real life but like we can live out our dreams in like in like art so like obviously One Direction will never like be with dragons but um in art it can happen yeah exactly um and now we just like have our question of the week and our call to action which we want you guys to participate in I know we mentioned a couple of these throughout the show but we're just going to summarize it. We want you to tell us what your favorite Harry Styles outfit is or accessory or trend that he's worn, like the skinny jeans or the striped jeans that he's worn, the head scarves, you know, what is your favorite? Send us a picture on Twitter, like tell us because we really like Harry's outfits. So <laughs> um, then also we want to know where you were when Zayn left the band and like what were your initial reactions? Did you cry? Did you, you do think it was a joke? Like, what was going through your head um, at that vital moment when yeah. you found out? Um, like, I can't imagine if you were in high school. Like, I, like, praise God that I was um, in college because so I can just be in my own, like, dorm room, like, having my, like, spaz attack or whatever because 
um, my brother was texting me and said that, like, a girl in his class was, like, crying. And I, I, that'd probably be me if I was still in high school, honestly. Like, Yeah. I mean, I was at the doctor's and I was crying. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I can't imagine what it would have been like if I was I know. in school. So, like, definitely let us know. Yeah. And then also, what are your opinions of Zayn leaving the band? And, like, how do you feel about it? Do you think he left when he should have? Are you happy for him that he left? And, like, what do you want to see him do in the future? Do you want him to see, like go solo do you want to see him do modeling or fashion or like you know just be a regular 22 year old boy what do you want to see and like we just want to hear like feedback on everything we've talked about Mm -hmm. um and also like suggestions for the show again like we're just starting out we're like trying to fix some like technical errors that we've had um we're trying to make this really good quality for you so if you have any suggestions or opinions on anything one direction any news stories you want to send us or something you really want to hear discussed on a future episode let us know um you can reach us on twitter at talk underscore direction or email us at talkdirection at gmail.com or visit our website at talkdirection.tumblr.com and you can also follow our individual twitters mine is caitlin i r foster and Caitlin spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can they reach you? Um, my Twitter is Kara underscore pond and Kara is with a C. Um, yeah, so thank you so much for listening to episode three of Talk Direction. We're so happy to have like gotten three episodes in. Um, we're so excited about this and like carrying on for your weekly podcast so we can just really interact with the fans like and get everyone's feedback. So also rate and review us and subscribe on iTunes. Um, you can just search Talk Direction and hit the subscribe button. That'll really help us out. Yeah, definitely. And like rate and review because we want to see like how you feel about this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And thank you so much. We'll see you next time for episode four. Bye. Bye.